0: instead of just acting impulsively and coming out with the first thing that comes to mind or letting that anger and frustration out, it's so important to take a second to recognize what's going on. Welcome to The Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Club podcast. I'm your host, Shakira Jade. And today we are going to be talking all about personal branding so before we get into it i just want to say that recently i have been working on my personal brand probably for the past year or so i have been really trying to grow my own personal brand so i'm really excited to talk about this because it's something i've learned a lot about and i've researched a lot and i'm really excited to share what i've learned with you guys around this topic so in case you hear the word branding and this is very common you might be thinking It refers to a business. So oftentimes with business branding, you might have your logo, you'll have your colors, you'll have particular fonts for your branding. And this is what you might think of as being branding, but that's not actually what we are talking about. What we are talking about is a personal brand. So this is separate to your business, but I'm going to show you how it absolutely relates to your business and how it all ties in together. So. Let's get into the episode. So first of all, let's discuss what is personal branding. So basically it is marketing yourself as a brand. So you, the human, the person, you are the personal brand, and it's a way of marketing yourself as a personal brand. So this often means tying yourself to certain products, certain viewpoints, certain companies, It can relate to all different things, but it's basically who you are as a human. And I guess the whole point of personal branding is for other people to, you know, who come across you or who come across your social media profile. They're able to understand who you are as a person, what you believe, what you value, and they're able to get to know you on a more personal level. So personal branding generally entails a few different things. So the first thing is identity and values. It starts with self-reflection to think about what makes you unique? What are your values? What are your viewpoints? What are your opinions on things? It's really about understanding your core values, your passions, your strengths, and then it's presenting them to the world in a way that's authentic and a way that is relatable. So that's kind of how you identify what your personal brand might be. Another part of this is consistency. So just like a business brand, a personal brand demands consistency. So every time you jump on social media, you are sending a message out to the world as to who you are, what you stand for, what you believe. You might be mindlessly putting up posts or stories and without even thinking about it, but whatever you are putting up is sending a message out to everyone to what kind of person you are, what you believe in, what your core values are. So that's why it's good to think about these things and think about what kind of personal brand do I want to have? What do I want to be known for and what kind of values do I want to show my audience that I have and that I embody within myself? It also is a two way street. So it includes communicating with your audience and engaging back with them. So when you're building a personal brand, people might have comments or they might have DMs, they might have questions for you and building that personal brand really means communicating with your audience and the people that follow you to build those relationships and to show them who you are, to show them your personality and show them a little piece of you. I want to talk about how personal branding differs from business branding. So personal branding is focusing on the person while a business branding is focusing on a company or a product. So Personal branding is all about showing your individual expertise, your personality, your values, but in contrast, a business branding is going to emphasize the company's mission, their product quality, what you can expect from their products, what kind of results you can expect, and of course, what kind of customer experience customers have with a business. Personal brands often create more emotional connections. So a business can just be a face, like for instance, if I think about Coca-Cola. I don't know anything about Coca-Cola. I don't know the person behind it. I don't know their story. I don't know anything, but I like to drink Coke Zero and it's delicious. So that's fine. I know it's a good product. I know it's going to taste the exact same every single time I get it. Although it definitely does taste better when you buy it at McDonald's and it's got ice and it's come through that machine. I swear they use some sort of different formula because it tastes even better than when you get it from the petrol station in a can or in a bottle. But that's totally beside the point. I digress. (laughs) Um, It's really about a personal connection. So there can be brands out there that you'll still purchase from and you'll still, you know, want to use their products, but you don't know the person behind the brand. You don't know anything about it. And it's a completely different feeling. So building a personal brand has more of that emotional connection and it really creates real relationships with the people who follow you or with the people who are a part of your business. Now, one of the biggest advantages to having a personal brand, and I'll get into this a bit later in the episode, but it's the flexibility and pivot ability. So when you have a personal brand, you can generally have way more flexibility in what you decide to do. If you are, for instance, a fitness influencer and you typically share workouts and healthy meals and you share, you know, what you eat in a day and all those kinds of things. And then you decide that you want to step more into the personal development space and mindset and you want to be a mindset coach and you start to go down that path. It's very easy for you to pivot your business when you have a personal brand and when people are coming to you because they trust you, they know you, they like you, and they want to purchase from you. Typically, when someone is invested in you as an individual and as a personal brand, whatever you're selling, they're buying. So it makes it really easy to pivot and adapt as opposed to imagine if you were a gym, for example, and you know, you're a gym business and there's no name behind it. It's just a gym. And then all of a sudden you decide that you want to start selling ice creams and lollies, not something you would typically find at a gym. You're going to have a lot of trouble converting customers over to your lolly shop or your ice cream shop. And I know that's like a bit of a crazy example, but I hope that makes sense because it's just different. When you have a personal brand, people are buying things because they believe in you as the person, not because you are a company with a reputation. It's your personal brand. It's who you are. And a lot of times your followers are going to be happy to pivot with you. But I will get into this a little bit more later on the episode. Another thing with personal brands is they often have a higher level of responsiveness and engagement on social media platforms. And that's because there's a connection between the audience and the person as opposed to a business. It's a lot different to have a business page and have that same personal connection. Of course, there are definitely ways you can improve that. And, you know, I've talked about that in my marketing series before and you can definitely improve that human connection and community In your business, but having a personal brand is just such a strong connection. And businesses often operate through more formal channels and they have more formal posts and they are a bit more structured, whereas a personal brand can be a little bit more messy, it can be real, raw, really authentic, and that's completely acceptable for a personal brand. And the beauty of it all is that you can integrate your personal brand with your business. So if you are thinking about building a personal brand, it is only ever going to benefit you. I've had people ask me this question before, should I create a personal brand or should I focus on a business? And my answer is both. There is no reason why you shouldn't be continually working on your personal brand at the same time as working on your business brand. I personally have two Instagram pages. I have a personal Instagram page and I have a business coaching Instagram page and they're very different pages. My business coaching is all about business. It's about marketing mindset, money, you know, strategies, all those types of things. But my personal page is about my travels. It's about my lifestyle. It's about my family. It's about all the things that I'm doing day to day. So it's a very different vibe on both pages. And I will say At this point in time, I get way more engagement on my personal page. And yes, I have been building it a long time. I've had Instagram for a long time. I have a lot of people on there who I've met over the years in my network. So, of course, there is more of that engagement, but I get so many more comments. I get so many more likes. I get so much more, you know, reaction from people on my personal page. Sometimes I even feel a little bit deflated posting on my business page because I'm just not getting that same engagement over there but that will change. I am working on growing my business page and that will change one day. It will be booming. I, I just know it. But at the moment, my personal page is where I'm getting a lot of that engagement. And that's because I've built a personal brand. I have spent years connecting with the people who follow me on social media. I have shared so much of my life on there. I have been very open and vulnerable. I've shared a lot of different things and people have connected with that. And then they've connected with me as a person. But in saying that, when I launched my coaching business, I had a ton of people who were following my personal page jump over to my business coaching and sign up and work with me. So having that personal brand really worked in my favor because I was able to launch a business coaching business, which is very different to hair extensions and hair and that whole industry that my other businesses are in. But as soon as I launched this new business, people were straight away jumping onto it. Like the first day that I launched, I had people signing up for my coaching business, which is amazing. I think a lot of people out there, if you didn't have a personal brand and you were to launch a coaching business, you're probably not going to have anyone sign up on the first day. And and like, that's just the reality because if you're not well known and you haven't built that personal brand, you're not going to have people lining up to work with you. So Building that personal brand really worked for me in my favor when I launched my coaching business and it continues to work in my favor. I continue to get new people that perhaps haven't seen my coaching business now, even just trickling in at this point because they're starting to see some posts that I've shared across um, both of my pages. So having a personal brand will never be a bad thing. Like, yes, you do have to share more of your personal life. You have to share more. It is more work. It is more effort. But it's definitely going to benefit you in the long run because it just gives you this ability to launch a new business or launch a new anything. And you're going to have people wanting to sign up and you're going to have people inbuilt customers ready to go because of that personal brand. One of the biggest things with personal brands is it increase your trust and credibility. So as people get to know you, as you're, you know, building that trust and you're showing up on social media and you're sharing your life and you're being vulnerable and you're sharing recommendations and you're sharing different things, people start to trust you because they trust what you have to say. They know you, you have that like, know, and trust factor. So this is really helpful then when you do want to offer something to your audience, whether that's. new business you've started or you've become an affiliate, an affiliate program or whatever it might be, anything that you want to offer or launch to your audience, they already have that trust factor built in. They already know that you're not going to lead them astray. You're not going to recommend something that's a bad product. And so that really helps to work in your favor because you have that trust factor. And then that trust transfers over to the business. And that's why when I launched my coaching business, I immediately had people sign up because they knew me. They trusted me, they'd seen me online, they'd seen my consistency, and they felt comfortable. Even with my affiliate programs with using Flowdesk, I've had multiple people sign up to use Flowdesk and I get paid a commission for that. And that's because they know they trust me. I'm not going to recommend something to them that I don't use myself, that I don't believe in wholeheartedly. So I'm able to make sales, not only in my coaching business, but as an affiliate, because I have a personal brand. So it's definitely worked in my favor. If you're not convinced already, I don't know what to tell you, but it is definitely something that is so good to have. And it's, it's not going to harm you. It's only going to be beneficial. In a fast paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email-building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more. Or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. It's also great as well for networking. I have been really into networking lately. I've been going to different events. I've been trying to meet different people and having my Instagram sort of be a little guess, a catalog of my life and all the things I'm interested in, such as travel. And of course, my business and personal development, someone could come to my page and they can get a little snapshot of what I'm like as a person. And I feel like it's really helpful because I meet people out at networking events and I'm like, Hey, follow me on Instagram. Let's connect on Instagram. And they can immediately look at my page and get an overview of who I am. I don't have to explain myself fully to them. I can just Connect with them on Instagram and then they can see what I'm about, see if I'm someone that they align with, and then we can go from there. So it really helps in terms of networking. And then, of course, just finding other people through social media. You might come across someone that you like, you like what they stand for. I definitely follow personal brands on Instagram, people I've never met, but they may not even be selling something that I'm interested in or that I want, but I just want to connect with them and I want to follow them and I want to watch their story. I want to watch their journey through everything they're going through because I can relate to it or I connect with it in some way, shape or form. This also can create opportunities for partnerships or you never know what might come of it. If you don't put any effort into your personal brand, let's just say you have an Instagram page, it's your personal page, but you don't put any effort into it. You just kind of randomly post once a year. If someone comes to your page, how are they going to know anything about you? Like if you've got a business, if you're looking to network and you're looking for new opportunities, they might go to your business page and be like, okay, I can see what they're doing from a business perspective. I can see what products they offer. I can see what service they offer. I can see all of that, but who, who is the owner? Like who is the person behind the brand? And if you've got nothing on your page and there's there's really no information about you and they don't know who you are, it's going to take a lot longer to build that connection and to build that trust with other people. So if you're kind of having it already there for them to see, and it's like a catalog for them to kind of look through and swipe through your life and see what it's like, that immediately builds that trust. And they're far more likely to want to work with you, to want to create opportunities for you. And for some examples as well, something I noticed for many, many years is a lot of my competitors in the hair industry and in the hair extensions industry actually have personal brands. It was really interesting. I was talking with some of my staff about it a couple years back and we were talking about our competitors and almost every single one of them had either been on a reality TV show or they were an influencer of some kind. They had a big social media following and their businesses were really successful. And it really hit home to me that I, if I want to be successful and I want to keep up with my competitors or be even better than my competitors, I have to build a personal brand. Like I can't just sit back in the shadows and run the business being completely faceless and completely nameless I need to step up and I need to build a personal brand. That was one of the things that drove me because I saw how well it worked for some of my competitors. Even when I knew that I had a better product or I had a better business or we had better service, they were still more popular because of that following and because of that, that reach that they had. And it really hit home to me how important it is to have a personal brand. And that was when I really started to work on it. It's the same as well with influencers. Like you might follow an influencer and then they partner and you like them and you like what they do. And then they partner up with a business and they launch something together or they have a collab with a business and you'll immediately buy that product because you like that influencer, not because you need that product, not because the product is necessarily something you wanted, but you know that influencer, you trust their opinion and for all of all of that consistency that they've put into building that personal brand, you want to then buy their product. You you don't care what it is. You want to buy it. I have definitely myself experienced this. And sometimes I've gone to purchase something and be like, why am I even buying this? Like, I don't even need this thing, but I just want it because they're promoting it. I like them. I know them. I trust them. It's the exact same as a friend's. I've had this many times before I've gone shopping with a friend and they've tried on something and it's looks so amazing on them. And then I'm like, well, I need to buy this as well. Like, let me get it in a different color. Or we've all found like the same pair of sneakers. And we're like, these sneakers are so comfy. These are amazing. Let's all buy the sneakers. And on any other day, I probably would have walked straight past those sneakers. I wouldn't have paid them any attention, but because my friends are buying them and they're excited about it. And they're saying this product is good. And I know them and I trust them. I want to be a part of that. And I want to join in on that. So it's so powerful. The the power of persuasiveness that comes from just being around people who are promoting certain things and having that trust factor. It is honestly so powerful. So let's talk about aligning personal and business brands. So it's really important that you have an alignment between your personal brand and your business. Again, going back to the gym example, if you were a personal trainer and you promoted healthy eating and you worked with companies like meal delivery or supplement companies or, you know, things like that. And you were talking about how sugar is not good for you and you shouldn't eat sugar and it can cause glucose spikes and all those kinds of things. And then next minute you were approached by a cupcake company and you started promoting cupcakes Of course, if that was to happen, your followers would probably be like, what is going on? She was just saying I shouldn't eat sugar. She was promoting healthy living and all that kind of thing. And in moderation. And now she's telling me I should order these 12 packs of cupcakes for one person. This doesn't make sense. So when you're choosing brands to align with or when you have a personal brand and you stand for something, You have to align your collaborations or your business with other brands that are going to match that and really match who you are. And I've mentioned this before, but with my affiliate program, I only work with brands that I actually use. So I only promote stuff that I myself use and I love, I would never promote something that I didn't use and I didn't love because one of the brands that I looked at being an affiliate for was HelloFresh because I do love cooking at home. I love healthy food and I have used HelloFresh before and I actually considered promoting them, but then I thought about it and I have used HelloFresh and I liked it, but I don't use it consistently on a regular basis. So I would feel guilty promoting something that I don't actually use myself on a consistent basis. And I wouldn't be able to promote it with enthusiasm and passion because it's just not something that I'm that passionate about. So you want to be careful when you are promoting things with your personal brand, just make sure that it aligns with you and your beliefs and your values to make sure that everything is cohesive and you're being as authentic online as you possibly can. The other part of that is misalignment can cause distrust. So Again, that personal trainer selling the cupcakes, you know, if, if you are promoting something that isn't really in line with your values, it's going to be so obvious to your audience and it's not going to sell and it's not going to work. So that is another reason why you have to be very careful who you align with, because you don't want to break that trust. You want to keep that trust and that good open communication and that authenticity with your audience. So choosing brands that align with that is very important. So when you choose a brand that you do want to align with, you want to make sure that they have similar values to you. I'm sure you guys have seen over the years, there's been certain brands that aligned with influencers and then, you know, that influencer made certain comments, whether it was, you know, political or racial comments. And then the brand has, you know, discontinued their relationship with them, but that can really affect either the brand and the business or the person. It can go either way, depending on who the party is that has. You know, cause this controversy. So you want to make sure that when you are aligning with brands that you really look at their core values and what they stand for to make sure you don't get stuck in a situation where they're potentially going to be promoting something or creating controversy that you don't want to be a part of. So now I'm just going to have a little talk about some practical steps and some strategies that you can use for personal branding across social media, because This is the number one place that I promote my personal brand, and I think it is a good place to start. Um, Of course, as you delve deeper into your personal brand, if you find it's really taking off, then you can, you know, you could create a website, you could have an email list, you could do all kinds of things. But to get going and get started, being on social media is the perfect place to start your personal brand. Now the platforms that I'm currently using are Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I only use Facebook a little bit, but it's mostly Instagram and then TikTok as well. So I like to use these platforms because I feel like you're able to get out to a wider audience. So by making reels, that's a great way to be found by people that don't already know you and be seen by a larger audience. When you're creating content for your personal brand, you wanna keep four things in mind. So first one is authenticity being true to yourself. I know it can feel really uncomfortable and I I struggle with this. I still struggle with this. And I have definitely struggled with it in the past, but I have really worked to overcome it to just be my true self online. I had to work through some limiting beliefs that were making me think that if people knew the real me, or they knew what I really stood for, or they knew who I really was, that they wouldn't like me and that that might repel people. But I've come to realize that I am who I am. If someone doesn't like me, then they're probably not going to buy my program. They're probably not going to be a client of mine. So why am I worried about it? Their opinion of me is not paying my bills. (laughs) So why am I worried about it? So I've really had to work to overcome that. And it's still a work in progress. Sometimes I go to say something or I go to post something and I'm like, Oh, I don't know, like that feels a bit uncomfortable or that feels too vulnerable, but I am working on that continually. So being authentic online, showing up as yourself, expressing your thoughts, expressing your opinions, just you know, being yourself, that is going to be the most attractive thing. And you're going to attract the right people into your business and into your world, which is what we want. Second part is consistency. You have to be consistent. You want to be posting regularly and you want to have consistent messaging. So again, you don't want to be promoting one thing and then doing the opposite thing, or, you know, having too much polarity can be a bad thing if you are you know, very extreme with certain things. So you want to try to be mindful of being consistent in your messaging. So you're not confusing your audience as to what you stand for. The third part is engagement. You need to engage with the people who follow you. So if someone comments on your post, make sure you comment back. And if you can start a conversation with them or ask them a question, that is even better. You want to be having consistent engagement and you want to be really paying attention to people who are following you. The same applies to DMs. DMs are a form of engagement. So if people are DMing you, make sure you respond. Make sure that you connect with people. I hear a lot of people say like, I get too many DMs, I can't respond. But that's actually a really important place for you to have those private conversations and build those relationships with people. And then you want to have a content strategy. So you want to try to be mindful of what you're posting and how often you're posting. Now for my personal brand, I do tend to post way more randomly than I do on my business page, but I still try to be active, especially when I'm traveling. I try to document my travels because it's something interesting that I'm doing. It's not my everyday life. And I personally love following people who travel and watching, you know, what kind of hotel room are they staying in? What does the plane look like? What kind of food are they eating? What locations are they going to? Like, it's very interesting to me. So I like to post a lot of that style content to keep my followers engaged and show them a little piece of the world or wherever I'm going. Um, So that's my strategy. I like to focus on travel. And then during my day to day life, I don't tend to post a whole lot. I'm not posting like what I eat in a day every day or anything like that. It's definitely more sporadic, but I have the things that I like to focus on and that I like to share. And I consistently share that. Now, I talked about this earlier, but I want to discuss how having a personal brand can help you pivot into another business. So I did explain a little bit earlier on how you have that trust factor with your audience. So when you are building a personal brand, You really build up that trust and you really build up that credibility with your audience. So if you have a current business and you are thinking that you would like to maybe potentially pivot into a different business, now is the time to start building a personal brand. You want to start now, even if you don't have one and you just have a business brand, that is completely fine. You can use your business brand to leverage your personal brand. So let's say you have a business a hairdressing page, for instance, that is what my business is. So that it's easy for me to relate to. Let's say you have a hairdressing page. You can start by posting on your hairdressing page to your personal page. So you can put on there, hey, if you'd like to see, follow me for behind the scenes of my business or follow me for what I get up to outside of my hairdressing salon and open yourself up to your clients and to the people that follow you to see that other side of you. And then, of course, on your personal brand page, it can be more messy and more real and authentic. And then on that page, you can start to build a following of people who are interested in not just your business, but you as a person. So use your business brand to get your personal brand going and use it to your advantage. Then if you are thinking about starting a different business, that's in a completely different direction, of course, aligned with who you are and your values and everything like that, you've already built up an audience of potential customers who are not just interested in your hairdressing business, but they're interested in what else you might have to offer or what else you might promote in the future. So use your current business to build your personal brand and don't don't sleep on that. I hope this episode was enjoyable and I hope that it kind of made having a personal brand less elusive or less like some, you know, weird kind of new thing that people are talking about and made it a little bit more realistic. And don't forget, personal brands are the way of the future. That is the way the world is moving and people want that human connection, especially after the past couple of years with COVID and everything that has happened, people really want to build connections and they want that personal connection. They want to have that connection to what they're buying. They don't just want to buy things randomly from random businesses. They want to buy from people. They want to buy from stories, from who you are. They want to buy from a person. So keep that in mind when it comes to business, when it comes to selling, having a personal brand is absolutely the way of the future. And you can connect with people you can build any kind of business that you want. You can elevate the business that you currently have. There honestly are just so many benefits to it. So I would definitely consider it. I know it's a little bit scary and it's a little bit more work, but definitely well worthwhile. So if you like this episode and you are deciding that you're going to start building a personal brand or you're going to sort of delve into this other side of marketing yourself, I would love to hear about it. Please send me a DM because I love hearing from you guys hearing what kinds of experiences you have. And I'd love to know how you're going to build your personal brand. And it gives me a chance to cheer you on and be one of your first supporters. So definitely let me know. Now I'm going to talk about my favorite things. So this week I'm going to talk about hiking. And I haven't been hiking a little while and I really miss it. So I wanted to talk about it. It is one of my favorite things to do. Actually here in Australia, we call it bushwalking. And sometimes people make fun of me for calling it hiking, but I have spent a lot of time in the U S and I just like the word hiking and it makes more sense to me. Bushwalking just sounds like you're going for a nice little walk. Whereas hiking is like hiking up a mountain or doing something challenging just sounds a bit more badass to me. So Hiking it is, but I really enjoy it. And if you have never gone or it's not something that you do often, I would recommend giving it a go. And I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to be sweaty and I don't want to put the effort in, but give it a go and see what you think. I just find it is one of the most peaceful, relaxing, grounding things that you can possibly do. I, every time I go for a hike, I just feel so relaxed. I feel full of fresh air I feel like my nervous system is just brought down to like a nice level my lungs feel clean I just feel amazing and it's not just the endorphins from the exercise because I work out regularly and I walk on the treadmill and that's great and I definitely feel good but this is a totally different feeling it is such a beautiful feeling and it's so peaceful and it's so nice just to get away from the hustle and bustle of city life and all the hecticness that goes on and just be without your phone and just be in complete peace and just enjoy nature, enjoy the surrounds and the fresh air. It's amazing. So I just want to encourage you if you haven't done it before, give it a go. If there is somewhere nearby that you can go hiking, try it out, see what you think. Maybe just start with like a little 30 minute hike, something easy. There's actually an app that I use called all trails. It's a really good app. I think it's only about $30 a year, but it's amazing. And it has hikes and walks all over the world. So I actually used it when I was in Italy, I looked up what local hikes there were around or even just walks. There was like certain circuits around like a lake or certain places where you could do like a walking circuit that I would never have known about if I didn't have this app. So definitely recommend that app. If you are looking for places to go, I've also discovered so many local hikes that I didn't even know were there because they're not obvious or you don't drive by them or they're not really popular, but I was able to find them through the all trails app. So check that out. If you'd like to give hiking a go, that's just one of my favorite things. I love it. It's good for the mind. It's good for the body. It's good for the soul. It's just amazing. So give it a go. That is all from me for now. And I'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.